Welcome back to another edition of the Sip and Serve podcast, where we sip what's cold and serve what's hot. My name is Clay Roll, a.k.a. Rollski, and there is no one around the table tonight. <clears throat> Not a single person's here. I'm here, all by, I'm, I'm here all by myself. I'm here all alone. It's kind of weird. Studio's empty. Trees lit. Live nudes. LED lights lit up. I mean, it feels like a Friday night. It is a Friday night, and I'm just sitting here by myself in the studio. And I said, you know what? DG was busy. Corey's K will be here later. Watch a basketball game or two. I said, well, hell, I got an hour. Why not? Why not press record? Let the people know what's on my mind. A lot happened this week. There's a lot going down. But first of all, how about the weather? The weather's changing, people. 40 degrees all week. I'm recording on Friday night, like I said. I think Wednesday, it was like 55, 60. Got the grill out. Cracked open a nice cold bush light. Threw some raw chicken tenders. A little bit of Cajun on it. A little paprika, salt, pepper. Seasoned them up real good. Threw them on the grill. Whipped up some hamburgers. There's nothing like it. I mean, there's nothing like the spring. There's nothing like the summer. Just getting the grill out. Cracking open a ice cold bush latte. Straight out of the fridge after work. You know, 5.15 p.m., long day. Put in your hours. You got a good eight in. You got a good eight. Crack open a beer, go out, fire up the grill. Let it warm up. Let it burn off all that access. Is that, was that how you say it? Access? Grease or whatever? Oh, hell, I don't know. There ain't no one here to correct me, so I don't give a fuck. But, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we grilled this week. The weather was nice. Trying to think what else I did this week. Nothing really. It's pretty boring, actually. Friday's here. I got a few things I want to talk about. We got a big show coming up on Thursday. Huge show. Hell of a lineup coming coming for you guys on Thursday's episode. So I wanted to get a few things off the docket beforehand on Thursday so we don't go over two hours or so. I'm coming because if we put all this into one, there's just no way in hell we're going to be able to keep it under two hours. So. That's why I wanted to do this tonight so we can shorten our episode on Thursday to the proper, you know, the proper time, the time limit we like to keep, hour and a half or so. So first things first, weather's changing. Next week's going to be even more, even more beautiful. I mean, it looks, we're looking at 50s and 60s all week. I mean, this, this week it was in low 40s most of the week, but next week we're looking at the 60s. I might be out there in a Speedo, some flip-flops in my bucket cap without a shirt on grilling next week. You, I mean, you never know. I mean, don't don't tempt me. I, I may do it, but I'm not real sure yet. But anyway, 60s, that, that just sounds perfect. Might go outside for a little run. Maybe speed walk up and down some hills. You never know. Jason Sudeikis. Actor. Comedian. Pretty funny dude. Recently won a Golden Globe. I think it was last Sunday. The Golden Globes. He was up. Uh, I forget what category. I think it was the uh, best actor in a TV series, musical, or comedy. And uh, he won it unexpectedly. Let's just say that. He won it unexpectedly. Of course, they're doing this all over like Zoom or live stream or whatever. So nobody's like in the big auditorium slash stadium, whatever they do it in usually. And... There's like four or five other people up for this award, and there's they're all dressed up in their Sunday best. I mean, they got tuxedos on, dresses, whatnot. And here's Sudeikis sitting in his living room 
with a tie-dye sweatshirt on. His hair's a mess. His eyes are beet red. And this guy just, he just got done ripping a bong right in his living room before he, he went live on this Zoom call. I mean, he was just ripping that bong like no other. Just blasted off his ass. Like, he wasn't drunk or anything. I mean, this guy was just high. <laughs> he was high as fuck. He hit that bong hard. Which, whatever, man. I mean, you're a great actor. You're a millionaire, multi-millionaire. You can do whatever the hell you want. And I, I, that's why I think this guy deserves just the dude award. He's just a guy being a dude. A dude being a guy. He's just a dude being a dude. Jason Sudeikis is awesome. But uh, if you guys didn't see his speech, like he was crossing over his words. I mean, he said the same thing a few times. Um, he was just a complete mess whenever he, his acceptance speech it was great. It's on YouTube. Check it out. I would play it for you here, but I'm not like technically sound as Corey K is, so I'm not really sure how to do that. So I'm not even going to try because I'll probably fuck it up somehow. But anyway, I was going, I was going to play it for you, but sorry, that's not going to happen. But he was taught early. He was earlier. He was in the headlines earlier in the week before this because his uh, his most recent girlfriend let him go for Harry Styles. Olivia Wilde's, which she's a freaking smoke show. I think his first wife was Kay, Kay Cannon, maybe something like that. Don't fact check me. We don't fucking fact check, but Kay Cannon, she's pretty good looking too. So Jay, Jason Sudeikis can pull some pussy. All right, let's just say that. Jason, I mean, he's he's a pretty good looking dude, but I wouldn't say he's like, you know, hot or sexy. I mean, I'm a, I'm comfortable with my sexuality. I really am. So I can I know when a guy's, you know, he's a pretty good looking dude. I wouldn't say he's hot, wouldn't say he's sexy, but, you know, he's, he's a good-looking guy. Hell of a mustache. I mean, he rocks that mustache. But anyway, Olivia Wilde, she broke up with him and uh, started going out with 27-year-old Harry Styles. What a rock star he is, man. So she left Sudeikis for Styles, and now this guy, he was heartbroken there. And then all of a sudden, these headlines come out that he's got, he's got this uh, new supermodel girlfriend her name's, I think it's Keely, Keely, Kelly, Keely, I don't know, Keely Hazel. I don't know. I, I mean, like I said, I don't know how to pronounce her name, so just look it up for yourself. I think it's Keely, maybe Kelly, I don't know. But he's the fucking man, in my opinion. I mean, this guy gets, he's got, his ex-wife's hot. Then he starts dating Olivia Wilde, Wilde, whatever her name is. She's hot, too. I mean, she's a freaking smoke. She dumps him, and then this guy rebounds with an even younger supermodel from, I think she's from London or something. I mean, this guy, he's, he's showing up to the Golden Globes, just absolutely blitzed. He wins the Golden Globe for, you know, best comedian t comedy TV series for being the comedian in the TV series, Ted Lasso. I hear it's funny as shit, but it's only streaming on some network, and I don't have the network, so I can't really watch it. I think he's like a soccer coach or something, or they call it football over there. But anyway, he's like the Ted Lasso. He's like the coach in it. But, you know, what I wanted to get the point across is that Sudeikis fucks. Jason Sudeikis fucks. That's all I'm going to say. He's pulling all kind of women. He's winning, he's winning Golden Globes. And he's showing up absolutely blitzed off his mind from ripping his bong beforehand. You know what? I'm just... That's the man right there. 
I mean, you guys, you guys know what movies is in horrible bosses. Um, Hall pass. Hall pass is a great movie. He's in several others. Go check him out. If you don't know who I'm talking about, as soon as you see his face, you're going to know who he is, but let's just say he fucks moving on. So this story really caught my attention because I know there's probably other people out there that feel the same way as I do about this. So if you, if there's a lot of people out there who love the sneaker game with shoes like Jordans, uh, Yeezys, I mean, some Nikes, some Kobe's, whatever, the hot releases, sneaker heads are always trying to get their hands on them, right? And I used to be one of them. I, I kind of backed off now that I've gotten older. Like when I was, you know, 16 to age, probably shit. 25 26 27 i was all over the sneaker game i was going after every single release waiting in line had four or five browsers pulled up on my computer you know i had my mom on another computer trying to get them i mean that's just the sneakerhead lifestyle every saturday at like 10 a.m there's a release and you you had to have like two or three different people on different computers trying to get these things if they didn't have them in your local store i had to take a drink of my beer there but anyway there's this guy, actually he's not a guy, he's a freaking kid, out in California, they call him West Coast Joe. Well, he's like one of the most known guys that resells shoes on the market. So what he does is he buys these shoes, and say they're a $200 shoe, he's going to turn around and sell them for like $599 plus, like $600 plus. And he, I mean, people buy them because... I mean, these shoes may not come out for another, I don't know, three, five years, and they may never come back out. Nobody knows. So he'll buy them all up, and then he'll sell them and make profit on them. Well, it came out this week that West Coast Joe um, pretty much busted himself out. Not only himself, he busted his mom out. So his mom is Ann Herbert, the VP of Nike of North America. She's the VP of Nike in the United States. Huge job, like uh, probably one of the biggest jobs ever in, you know, Nike. I don't know if any other country is bigger than us in the Nike brand, but she was the she was the vice president of Nike in North America. So and this is her son. And this guy has built himself an empire, a sneaker empire. And the pictures I've seen, he's just got like warehouses, big warehouses, just full of shoes it's still in the box never tried on brand new just loads of them stacked all the way to the ceiling i'm talking i'm talking big money i'm talking thousands and thousands and thousands probably hundreds of thousands of dollars in a warehouse of just shoes so ann herbert his mother is the vp of north america keep that in mind so there's what the, they call these things auctions. And for the big shoe releases nowadays, they're doing them on an app called Sneakers. It's ran by Nike. And you got to like try to get in line. Like you wait in line. Like there's just, there's millions of people waiting in line trying to get a spot in these things. I'm not really sure how it works. I, it it kind of came out whenever I was on my way out of the sneaker game, but I think this is how it works. You try to find a spot in line, and then you wait in line, and then then you get your shoe. But anyway, this kid was using his mom's account to get all these shoes. Like he was he was getting like hundreds 
of pair at a time when the regular folk like me and you, we can't even get a pair after we wait in line on this app for two or three hours. Like we can't even get one pair and this kid's stealing hundreds of them. So he's using his mom's account. He's jumping the line and he's getting her discount. So instead of paying 200 bucks, he's probably getting 50% off. He's paying 100 bucks and he's turning around and selling them for, I don't know, 600 to 1,000. So think about that profit. And this kid has built his enterprise, his empire in California. The reports came out that he was making $250,000 a month off sneakers, off reselling sneakers. The very shoes that you and I put on our feet and tie our shoes, the Jordans that we wear. He is getting them brand new from Nike on his mom's account, who is the VP of North America, and selling them for quadruple the price if he's getting 50% off. It didn't say what kind of discount he was getting, but it's unbelievable what was going on here. And I don't know if his mom, his mom had to know. Don't even tell me his mom didn't know that this was happening. He, he was using her credit card. Her credit card, her account number, everything was from Nike was getting, they were buying these shoes. West Coast Joe was taking his mom's info and basically stealing these shoes from everybody around the world. Not just America, around the world. So this guy starts getting greedy. He knows he's like the head of the sneaker game all across the United States. He's the number one guy, West Coast Joe. Everybody knows West Coast Joe. Hit up West Coast Joe. I guarantee he's got your size. No shit he's got your size. He's getting 100 pair of them. He's got everybody's size. Probably four or five pair of them. If not more. Hit West Coast Joe up. Well, he started getting really popular, and he decided, I'm going to call Bloomberg. Now, I'm not sure if Bloomberg's a magazine, a newspaper. I'm not real sure. But he called Bloomberg and said, Hey, you guys want to you guys want to do a story on me? You know, I'm West Coast Joe. I'm I'm the head of you know basically the head of the United States in the sneaker business and resell reselling them. And they're like, yeah, sure, yeah, sure. Well, when West Coast Joe calls Bloomberg on their caller ID, guess whose name pops up? Ann Herbert. Huh. Wonder who Ann Herbert is. Oh, shit, they look it up. She's the VP of Nike. Bloomberg puts two and two together. And then, during the interview, ask West Coast Joe, hey, your mom's, your mom's the VP of Nike in North America. Like, is that how you get all your shoes? And he's like, oh, no, 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 no. How did you know that? How did you know that was my mom? He's like, don't, we don't need to put that in the interview. So he tried to backtrack a little bit. And, of course, the cat's out of the bag already. The word's out. Bloomberg ran this huge, I mean, as soon as, as soon as they found that out, it blew up. It was all over social media. It's all over the news outlets. The VP of Nike, is she stealing from her own company and letting her son profit off it? She's probably profit. That's probably her fucking retirement. Why not? 250K a month? Fuck it. Let's retire. That's what she's thinking. So, the same day that this came out, guess who uh, resigned from her job at Nike? Yep, you guessed it, Ann Herbert. She resigned. I'm going to open up a beer real quick. Ann Herbert resigned from her job the same day that this all came out. Now, you, if she didn't have anything to do with this, 
She didn't know anything about this. Why would she resign? Because she's been there for 25 years. She's been there for 25 years. And she's just going to give it up? No, she got out early because she had a hand in this. Her, she, yeah, her son's making money, but guess what? So am I. Yeah, the whole family was making money. She, she got out early because she didn't want you know the investigation that she was stealing from the company, basically. Stealing from the customers. She was stealing from everybody. So that's why she resigned early. She didn't want to get busted. She's like, yeah, I'm going to get out while I can. Just act like nothing happened. Like, oh, this is terrible. I'll just resign. Well, you should probably be in jail, honestly. <laughs> I mean, it's just, if you, if you really want to ask me, you should probably be in jail. So I was on, I was on Twitter today, and I seen where Blake Griffin was a free agent. They agreed to a buyout in Detroit, in Detroit, the Pistons. They, I mean, they never did really. I don't think Blake ever wanted to go there. The Clippers kind of fucked him into that situation, and he he got hurt a few times. He just, I think Blake's just getting old. Honestly, he's just not as athletic. But anyway, he's an unrestricted free agent now, and he's he's going to probably sign with a playoff contender, uh, not only a playoff contender, a championship contender. I mean, and there's really only there's only two teams I think he should go to. Now, this is just my two cents. I'm just some bald guy sitting down in a studio by himself in the dark talking right now. So take it for what it's worth. But there's only two teams, one out west, one east. One east, you guys can all guess, Brooklyn. If Brooklyn can afford him, which they can because he's unrestricted, he's just going to sign like a, you know, just a little one-year deal, just try to win a championship. You got Kevin Durant. You got James Harden. You got Kyrie Irving, three of the most skilled guys in the league. And then you add Blake Griffin to help. I mean, I mean that's a no-brainer. I mean, that's a hell of a four you got there. Or, and you could definitely go to the finals in the East, with, even with them three, not even Blake Griffin, but you add Blake in there, it's almost, I mean, you're going to go to the finals. Or you can go out West, and you can go to the Lakers, play with the champions, the 2020 champions, the L.A. Lakers with LeBron James, Anthony Davis. Who says that's not better than the Brooklyn? I mean, you put Anthony Davis out there, and then you put Blake Griffin at the four, and then you put LeBron at the three. I mean, shoo. It's going to be hard to beat that three. Either either decision, it's either decision this guy makes is going to be a good decision, I believe. And if he goes to any other team than the Lakers or the Brooklyn Nets, I just think he's I just think that's the wrong decision. Because they're they're both the title favorites at this point. And another reason you should go to the Lakers is to fuck the Clippers over because they fucked you over. Just payback. Beat them in the playoffs, you know? Win the division, beat their ass in the playoffs and send them packing. They sent you packing to Detroit after you signed that big ass contract. They don't care about you. They don't care about you. It's all about loyalty. And then they they just kick you in the ass. See you out the door. Pack your bags to Detroit where it's 20 degrees all year. Snow. No nightlife. Have fun up there. And by the way, Detroit Pistons suck. Have fun there. Yeah. Also, did you guys see where, you know, Space Jam 2 is being made? Space Jam 2 is coming out. Lola Bunny is back in the movie, of course. Great character, by the way. Great little character. 
you know, had had bugs buzzing, that's for sure. Bugs was in love with her. Well, this photo came out. This photo came out today. And I don't know what it is. I don't know why we're turning into and doing this shit. Like, her appearance is, like, totally different. Like, you know, in Space Jam 1, Lola was supposed to be some, like, hot little bunny, you know, girl coming out. She had, you know, she was just a girl, and she she was a good-looking girl, and Bugs was attracted to her. Let's just say that. Her boobs were popping. Her legs were out. Bugs had the hots for her in Space Jam 1, right? Space Jam 2 photo released today. Flat-chested, no legs, wearing arm sleeves. What are we doing? I don't know. I mean, you're, I think at that point, you're just ruining the character. And and the, it was a big thing on Twitter. Like A lot of people were saying they liked it. A lot of people were saying they didn't like it. I just don't like changing characters. If you're going to... If you're going to do all that, you should have just done that in the first movie. Which I know the first movie was in the early 90s, and that's how I remember it. I'm sure all of you remember it. Lola Bunny was cool as fuck. Why are we changing her? Now she's going to be some bum on the bench. She don't even look athletic. She probably can't even run. She looks like some grandma now. Shit, Daffy Duck's going to play over her. Fuck. I don't understand why we're doing this. It's like Lola Bunny just got canceled in 2021. You're done. You're a different person now. Body transformation. I don't know. Maybe she just don't age well. <laughs> I'm not really looking forward to Space Jam 2, to be honest with you. I mean, you got Michael Jordan in the front. I mean, I don't really like sequels at all. There's a lot of movies out there that I don't like sequels to, and Space Jam really don't need a sequel. It was perfect the way it was. And now we're doing all this. Uh, Space Jam 2 is just going to be horrific, I believe. I think it's just going to be horrific. Unless, of course, you're a LeBron fan. LeBron fans will probably love it. They love everything LeBron does. If LeBron committed a crime, they they would they would say that, you know, they back him up 100%. I'm sure of it. But anyway... I like LeBron. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not a LeBron hater. I'm really not. I'm just saying I don't think he's going to be good in Space Jam 2. I'm sorry to the fans out there, or whatever. And he's on my team. He plays for the Lakers. Fuck's sake. I mean, I gotta like him somewhat, right? He won us a championship last year. Well, him and Anthony Davis and the rest of the team won us a championship. I should say, but you know, he had a big part in it. I thank him for that. But I mean. Yeah, he's, he's probably the second best player ever behind Michael Jordan. You know, Michael Jordan was in Space Jam 1, so LeBron shouldn't be in another Space Jam. There shouldn't even be another Space Jam. Speaking of speaking of basketball, we kind of went from Blake Griffin to Lola Bunny, Space Jam. Then we got on some kind of Michael Jordan, LeBron rant right there. I didn't mean to get into that. But Shaquille O'Neal, let's stay on the basketball here. Shaquille O'Neal made his AEW debut this past Wednesday night. If you guys don't know what AEW is, it is All Elite Wrestling. It airs every Wednesday night on TNT. No free ads. No free ads. Just saying. Shaq wrestled Cody Rhodes and he got slammed through a table. Now Shaq, you're 7 foot 2, probably 400 pounds, pushing 400 pounds, I don't know. And you're I don't know how old you are, dude. You gotta be, you gotta be getting up there. 
and you're taking bumps through tables? What are you doing? What are you doing, man? You got it made. Why do you got to be at a wrestling star now? You're on TNT every night. I mean, you're all over. You you own all kind of businesses. You're I mean, you're a marketing genius, and you're out here trying to make an extra buck in wrestling, getting your ass slammed through tables. Man, you just need to settle down, dude. You're an elite athlete. You're a center for the Los Angeles Lakers, the Celtics, the Miami Heat, Orlando Magic, the Cavs. That's what you're known for. Now you're known for being on TV, on TNT, for basketball, not wrestling. Yeah, did I laugh my ass off? Absolutely, I laughed my ass off. It was funnier than hell. I loved it. I loved every second of it. But Shaq, man, I'm just looking out for your health. What the hell would you have done if you would have broke your hip right there? I mean, he took a hard bump. Look it up. Look it up on YouTube. Shaq going through table, AEW, Wednesday night. He landed on his back, his hip, his head hit the mat hard. I watched it several times to laugh my fucking ass off. Uh, I, I sent a sent a link to Monk, and he, he just loves that shit, man. He eats his wrestling shit up. We talk about it all the time. He watches Monday Night Raw, SmackDown. He likes Sasha Banks. He likes the boss. But Shaq going through the table, man. Unfucking believable. And the guy who the guy who took him through the table is probably like six foot one, two hundred and twenty-five pounds. <laughs> Here's fucking seven two four fifty going through two tables. Gee, many Christmas, Shaq. You gotta you just gotta calm down. And then then they played it off like he got on a stretcher and they took him in an ambulance. <laughs> Funny shit, man. Funny shit. Stayed on the basketball kick, so we had Shaq, we had Blake Griffin, we had Lola Bunny, we had Michael Jordan, LeBron James. You guys know who Rachel Nichols is? The Jump. She's ESPN reporter. You know, I've never really noticed. I've never really noticed, but she's fucking awesome. She is really good at her fucking job. She's been around for a long time, and she's got her own show now called The Jump on ESPN. I think it's weekdays at like 3 or something. So everybody's usually at work whenever it's on, but she is fucking good at her job. And, you know, I'll I'll give her props. I'll give her props. She's pretty good looking, too. I'm not sure how old she is, but she's a little Firefox for sure. She's a little Firefox. She's got that red hair. She She's just good at her job. She's good. She's a good TV personality. I just had to get that off my chest. I was watching, uh, she was doing some interview the other day. I was watching it on Twitter, and she's just, she's been around forever, I think. I think she's been around for like 25, 35, not, not that long. Not that long. She's probably been around for 15 years, probably on ESPN. I got a little out of hand there. So anyway, Rachel Nichols, she's badass. Um, also, it's Friday night, people. I got Bush Light here. I'm just ranting and raving. I just I just couldn't go a Friday night without doing a podcast. So I'm going to take another sip here. All right. I'm ready to go. Next topic. I read I read this week that the Washington football team are changing their name of their cheerleaders. They're not going to be called cheerleaders anymore. They're going to be called the co-ed dance team. Now, all right, Washington, you can do what you want. 
You can do what you want. You already changed your football team's name. Now you're changing the cheerleaders to co-ed dance team. That's fine with me. That's fine with me. But all I'm going to say is, when's when's enough enough? You know what I'm saying? When's enough enough? As far as long as I've been alive, cheerleaders, they've been able to be male or female. You know, that's fine. No one gives a shit. You can if you're a male, you can be a cheerleader. If you're female, you can be a cheerleader. You know, I don't care. If that's what you enjoy doing, do it. Do it. There's a lot of badass male gymnast cheerleaders out there in this world. Yeah, they're badass and they're awesome. I respect them. Doing the flips and all that. They're strong as fuck. Strong as fuck. I respect the shit out of them. So why why is it necessary to not call them a cheerleader anymore? I don't understand. They've been called that for as long as I've been alive. I think they've been called that. I mean, I'm I'm 30. So they've been called cheerleaders for 30 years. So why are we changing it now? Co-ed dance team, which, you know, dance team. But they're, are they dancing? I mean, I, I know they do some dances and shit, like on, during halftime and stuff, but on the sidelines, are they dancing? No, they're, they're cheering. They're leading the cheers. They're cheer leaders, right? <sighs> rah, rah. Hey, you're still cheerleaders in my mind. Coke. Not the white stuff. Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola came out with a new coffee. It's called Coke with Coffee. It's like some, uh, you know, the skinny cans you can buy in the gas stations, like the Starbucks or whatever, the iced coffee that comes in the can. PBR came out with a chocolate drink, I believe. It's got alcohol in it. I forget what it's called. Sorry, I just burped. This bush light's got me burping tonight. It's Friday night. I'm always burping on Friday night. Anyways, Coke came out with this new morning drink. It ain't got alcohol in it. It's just uh, it's a mixture of, I guess, Coke and, you know, a cold coffee. Comes in a can. I heard it on a Spotify ad today. And I'm just thinking, like, man, people are addicted to caffeine, a.k.a. Coke and other pops and whatnot. And then you got people who are addicted to the coffee side of things. And that's just mixing the two together. And that's not good, Coke. You're trying. (laughs) They're going to be acting like they're on Coke after they drink this shit. (laughs) I mean, you're mixing pop with coffee. I mean, what are you you trying? What are you trying to do to these poor people out here? They're going to be fucking buzzing around the office. Fucking Cindy's going to be off the fucking wall. Off her fucking walker. And fucking Cindy's going to get talked to by HR. And she's, they're going to ask her what she's been doing. She's going to get sent in for a random drug test because she's acting all fucking itchy and fucking shit. No, and she's going to say, well, you know what it was? It was that damn Coke. And they're going to be like, what? She's like, no, the Coke with coffee. The Coke with coffee. Jeez. I don't know why they keep making all these fucking drinks and shit, man. I I just don't understand it. I don't understand why they make all these drinks and shit. Mixing them all together. 
trying to get fancy. It's all about the dollar. I mean, Coke's Coke's probably the most popular pop brand in the United States and the whole world, I should say. Which uh, that, that's true. I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. You can fact check it. I'm just gonna go out on a limb and say Coke's the most popular. But anyway, I've been going for 35 minutes here. I just wanted to get a few of these things off the chest, you know, shorten up our next episode. This this episode probably sucked, but I really don't give a shit. I really don't. I'm having a great time doing it. I'm sitting here drinking bush light. <laughs> Got some grizzly wintergreen. Lights are off. Kind of relaxing. Corey with the case should be here in like four or five minutes. I'll let him listen to it, see what he thinks. We might put it out. We might not. But uh, on Thursday, we got a hell of an episode coming for you guys. I'm going to release this. If it's all right, I'm releasing it on Friday night. Give you guys a little something to listen to Saturday, Sunday. Maybe listen to it on Monday. I don't give a shit. Just hit download, rate, review, subscribe. Can't thank you guys enough. Also, the text. You guys have been killing the text messages here lately. 740-720-3537. We appreciate you guys. Hey, have a great weekend. See ya.